Famously, the father of information theory Claude Shannon said, I visualize a time when we will be to robots what dogs are to humans, and I'm rooting for the machines. This week's story, They Called Me Flashman, a look at one of the survivors of the robot wars. Once imbued with the power to manipulate time itself, Flashman's life looks very different today. Commander of Boomeroids and Bombbirds, Flashman has traded his dominion for a Piggly Wiggly grocery counter in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. The place is bustling on weekends. Here's Nintendo at Todd Hunt with that story. Flashman, uh, I won. I'm sorry, just uh, could we? Uh, it's it's just Michael, Michael Flashman. Michael, I of absolutely. My first question, the one I imagine you're asked the most or reflect on the most, is obvious. Do you have remorse for the past, your actions and involvement in Doctor Wiley's plan for world domination? After the robot wars, uh, you know, really, it was if it was the moment Doctor Wiley's castle crumbles down. It's like a, a limiter was taken off my cognitive build. Couldn't believe the choices I made. And now I know with the help of Dr. Light's 200X form program that I was not in control of my actions. I have finally come to terms with that. And the days I don't, I go to a meeting. Do you resent Mega Man? Dr. Light? Resent? (laughs) No. No, no, no. It's the, it's the total opposite. Actually, they freed me. I have a picture with Dr. Light and I above my locker, actually. Some of the other bots make fun of me for it, but I don't care. Doesn't bother me. While exiled at St. Helena, Napoleon said, what then is the truth of history? A fable agreed upon. He endured daily deaths imagining what the world would think of him after he was gone. What fable will the world agree upon for Flashman? Will we even care? Nope, that's it's it's almost frightening. I certainly not, don't think that's how you want to come across. No. Now, are you getting are you getting these levels? Are these levels like so I barely have to speak? Right, I'm just like really whispering and really kind of being like really chill. Right, just, you certainly don't have to speak very loudly, but when you speak like that, you're also again you're coming off as a little almost menacing. Oh, I, I just want you to be you. Gotcha, gotcha. Keep it jazzy. Okay, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep it jazzy today. Thank you so much for giving me the time to do this with you. In light of Ignis Grando, you know, Bubble Man and Heat Man trying to begin a neo-robo-revolution, I wondered what your darkest, darkest moments were and if they would cause you to 
go back into the fold, as it were. Um, were you recruited for this attempted revolution? Were do you have sympathy for them or their philosophies? No comment. Okay. On Ignis Grando. Horrible blight on the future of robo-sapien relations, if you must know. Mm -hmm. um, I do. I feel, I feel bad about where they ended up. I have, uh, I have feelings that are bad about that. And it would have been nice to be asked, is the thing. I would have just, I would have appreciated an invitation. I wouldn't have said yes. I wouldn't have done it. Because are, you sure, are you sure you would have said no? I, I wouldn't have done it, but the invitation, like, I do feel that, at least back in the day, I brought a lot to the table. Uh, I don't see either one of them being able to manipulate, you know, time itself. But, hey. <laughs> What, Fair point. What can I say? You know, we all we all can't uh, uh, control bubbles. <laughs> you know, maybe that's why Ignis Grando failed. In fact, Bubble Man, Bubble Man, always because Heat Man and I were very close. We came up together, and oh, is that we were right? Very tight. Very. Mm. Oh yes. Oh yes. Very close. And it was clicky. It was clicky. I'll be the first to admit. And Bubble Man, he was. Um, he was jealous. He was jealous. Uh, you know, okay. let's just say that uh, uh, his his maker made him with green eyes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> if you will. Sure. Um, yeah. So, and I'm speaking about jealousy, of course, with the, with the green eyes. I don't know if you understood that. Right. Right. I. It's well. It's good. Sometimes it's good to explain a joke. That usually tends to make it funnier. It's not a joke. It was not a joke, sir. I'm right. not joking around. He was jealous right. and he had green eyes and he was made with green eyes. It's right. Not a joke. Sure. It wasn't to me anyway when he stole Heat Man away. I am getting way off topic. Right well, now. did you anyway, do you, do you still talk to any of the robot masters? <laughs> or any of your old you know, allies? It's funny because a couple of months ago I get a text from a number with one I'm like, new phone, who dis? It's it's the guys. <laughs> we're in a we're in a group text now and I message uh uh, text, yo, it's a lot of gifts. It's fun. It's I mean, we're supposed to uh, we're supposed to go for a weekend up in Saugerties uh, in the spring, but I don't okay. know. I don't know what's going to happen. Things are pretty crazy right now. Sure. Airbnb though, I think they have some nice Airbnbs up there. I was I was checking them out the other day. Actually, sure. on, on Airbnb, That's it must be the the land of Airbnbs. You know, to have such a yeah, space. Yeah, they mm -hmm. have uh, they have cottages, they have condos, sure. they have double condos, they have cottages by the lake, they have cottages right by the road, they have like a little folk art museum that you could stay in the top floor. They have a lighthouse that you can stay on the top floor. They have a farm, they have a goat farm, they have a cow farm. Many options. There, there's a uh, there's a chicken farm too. You, you cut me off before I got to say that. There's oh, a chicken sorry. farm too. Yeah. Wow. No, that's, that's... Cool. That was the last thing. That was the last. <laughs> I was I I was almost there. Yeah. yeah almost. Yeah. Anyway, so there's a lot of places like you know that you can stay up there. And it, sure. It would be nice to see them. I miss like uh, I don't know. I just like the I guess the you know the camaraderie. I guess I miss to an extent. Okay. Uh, it would be nice. You know, it's been too long. Mm -hmm. it's been too long. What's What's a day in the life of Flashman look like today? <laughs> do, do you feel accepted? Uh, are you Are you Were you welcomed into the Piggly Wiggly? Do your customers accept you? 
after the walls came down, after the the castle crumbled, I just I got in my car mm. and I just drove. And you know, I just took my eighty eight Nova from one side of the country to the next and I ended up in this little town called Tuscaloosa this little town wants to be a city and you know it's I just it's quiet here and like the people the people are nice okay and uh there are some days I'll be honest there are some days when I think I'm happy okay even though maybe I I don't deserve to be considering all the things that I've done, but um, I'm getting past that. I'm getting past that, I think. Uh, That's good. Mr. B says, if I keep up the hard work at the summer, he's going to promote me to the deli counter, and the sky's the limit from there. Uh, most of the managers inside of Piggly Wiggly came from the deli counter. Okay. Uh, so it's, a, it's really a stepping stone. They like to hire within. So it usually goes bagger, cashier, deli counter, floor manager, shift supervisor, then a double shift supervisor, a trippy shift. After several phone calls, I was on the road to Tuscaloosa. Once I arrived, I asked for the master of time, but no one knew what I was talking about. Then, for Flashman, still nothing. But when I asked for Michael, their faces lit up amazing because it really adds up after like seven promotions 15 cents times seven that's a lot i'm making a lot of sense if you know what i mean here's another great show you can check out right here on the greenlit podcast network Video Death Loop is a podcast where we watch a short video clip on loop until we just can't take it anymore. Along the way, we'll try our best to make each other laugh and to hold out longer than the other guy. You can jump in on any episode. No need to worry about continuity. Check out Video Death Loop on the Greenlit Podcast Network with new episodes every Friday. Ellen, in 15 seconds, what is Nice Games Club? It's our game dev podcast. Steven, help! Game mechanics, accessibility, art and animation, level design, prototyping... Everything that goes into making video games. How's that, Mark? Nice. Listen to Nice Games Club wherever you get your podcasts or at nicegames.club. So is this, I'm sorry, does this, where does this thing clip in? Does this like clip, do you want me to put this in my, like, to oh, here? Oh, I can, John, uh, John, John. Uh, he'll t- John will take care of it. John, come here. Is this is, this is you... John? This yeah. is John right here? Hi, John. No, yeah. Um, John, can, yeah. can you just clip him in? He's do having trouble. Snake it? Do you want to snake it through? Oh, John, do you have the um, do you have the magnet lobs? Because it will just What's stick that? right to his armor. Oh, that could be fun. So it would just stick right on me, and I wouldn't have yeah. to worry about it. We wouldn't need a clip. Thank you, John. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, John. I, yeah, if he's I, I great. wanted, to, he's good. Where'd you find that guy? He's just—he's an intern. He's, um, you know, he's an maybe intern. one day he'll, yeah, one day he'll be uh, impressive, the next big director. But right now he's uh, a gopher, Working as we say. Yeah, go for, uh, go for a new another cup of coffee for me. 
It kind of sucks. I... It's, a joke. It's, a jo- it's a joke. It's a joke. So he's not. He's not. He's not like a rodent. He's not performing. The, he's not digging. But he's not burrowing. He's literally going for things. <laughs> that is very right. funny. That yeah, very it's just a just a term we use. Yep. Is my so is the mic on now? Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. B's gonna come come by. He's gonna make his morning rounds. So what happens at this time is like Rhonda will come over. And me and Rhonda and Big Al and Little Al and Short Al will all hang out. And we'll you got three Al's. Our, yep, three Al's. Big Al, Short Al, and, and regular if Al. If I don't know someone's name, I'm just going to call him Al. Uh, Todd, we need to be quiet because Mr. B's coming in right sure, now. Sure, sure, sure. Of course. I'd like, Hi, I'd Mr. Like B. To... Hi. Good Hi morning. There. Good Hi. morning, Mr. B. What I could do if I... Mr. B? Mr. B, since Mr. Hunt is here, can I take him for Hi. a trip around the store? Do you think that I could take him for a little tour of the store, a little store tour? Yes. Tour. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. You, do you want to go on a store tour? I, I would love. Thank you. Thanks. All for right. That. We're going on a tour. Let's roll out. Okay. So. So this is the milk aisle, and we keep all the milks here. We keep we keep eggs here. So there's brown eggs and white eggs too, and there's six or twelve, or you can get eighteen now. I heard a rumor. About two months ago that we were going to get cases of 24 eggs, two dozen eggs, but I have not. That's a lot of eggs. It is a lot of eggs, and I haven't That's seen That's like it for pe- people like for, for like diners, right? People who like I would assume. I would assume. Yeah, I mean, Because you know, of... if you're going to make an omelet, you got to break a few eggs, right? Am I right? That is 100% true. There's no other way to make an omelet without breaking eggs unless you get these egg beaters right here. These egg beaters, you don't have to break the eggs. They already come in the carton, which is really ah, cool. So if you cool. want to make an omelet without breaking any eggs, you just get the egg beaters. That's what I always say. You know, I, before before we leave the dairy aisle, do no you think need, we No could... need to leave the dairy aisle because there's a lot of stuff that no. we haven't checked out here. It's yeah. funny because there's certain kinds of cheeses here, and they also have hot dogs in the dairy aisle now, which definitely are not dairy, but I think it's kind of like you grabbing milk, you're grabbing, you're grabbing your essentials, so you need a couple dogs on the way out. Kind of an upsell there. That was Mr. B's idea to put the hot dogs right next to the milk because they kind of go together. Like, who doesn't like a nice hot dog dunked in milk? I know that I do. This okay. is the cookie aisle, and I really love this aisle. I try to sneak in here and do some extra stocking whenever I can. You've got the key. Well, I just like the drawings on all the cookie packages. I really like the Keebler Elves. I think they're really endearing. They're always up to some sort of mischief. But the mischief is, it's lighthearted. You know, it's not like the kind Mm -hmm. of stuff that we used to do. We're trying to, like, control the whole world. You know, they're like, um, I don't know. Like, I I don't know. They put too much sugar in the cookies. Or they, you know, the the fudge falls over. And then the whole cookie is covered with fudge instead of little stripes on the cookies. Like, fun stuff like that. Mm Mm-hmm. I like to so look at all the fillings yeah. for the pies. I like a little warm pie, cold cream. So that's hot pie right out of the oven with cold ice cream. Um, and ice cream is actually three aisles down. We're going to get to that in a little bit if you want. I mean, obviously, who doesn't want to see the ice cream um, sure. aisle? That would be great. Yep. Yeah, so I'd we get a little hot pie, same. cold cream. And then just you eat those at the same time. It's really important that the cream and the, the ice cream and the pie are on the same scoop. And... Um, yeah, it's really delicious when it hits your when it hits your mouth. Actually, if you want, Sounds great. I could get some supplies and we could uh, cook up a pie when we get back to my place tonight. Um, sure. I mean, as long as you're okay with the crew coming with us, I'd... is John going to be there? 
Um, I feel like he'll, he'll be okay for it. Mm-hmm. You can tell him that if he wants to come, I will make him a very special pie just for him. Um, again, remember what I was saying earlier about, you know, kind of coming off a little menacing? I'm sorry. I don't mean to upset anyone. I just, you know, no, I don't have people and- over my place a lot, man. And, and, and right. you and me and John rolling up our sleeves and getting down on some blueberry crisp together is getting me, it's getting me a little excited. That's all. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will be fine. Yeah, I think so too. I think you're a really, really cool dude. I love hanging out with you. So I'm really down. Yeah, I, I feel the same. I feel the same. Thanks, man. I, that, wow. Uh, okay. Whew. Uh, this is, wow. What a, what a day. This is like, whew. Um, cool. Uh-huh. Uh, um, this is Phil, actually. Wanted to, uh, introduce you, Phil. This is a really good friend of mine. Uh, his name is Todd, and this is Phil. He's the deli manager. And hey, hey, Phil. Yeah, he's up, really up and coming. And if you kind of want any kind of meats, I can get them for you from him. Uh, he gives me a very good discount okay. on any kind of meats, and that's cut meats, or if you just want like a big, you know, say you wanted like a two-pound thing of bologna uncut. I can get it for you. I, I don't think I'd ever need that much bologna, but that's, you know, I appreciate uncut, it. I uncut, uncut, not sliced up. You can't get this anywhere else if you need that much bologna. Uh, if, if it comes up, I you'll be the first person I contact for uh, you know, pounds of bologna. Mm-hmm. Well, you said your son liked hot dogs, so I'm sure if he liked hot dogs, he'd like bologna too. Yeah, uh, oddly enough, he doesn't. He's really? not a bologna. No, I'm not a bologna fan. Maybe if you gave it to him in a, in a two-pound log form, he would enjoy it more. Yeah, or yeah, I could just slice up hot dogs really thin like you would bologna and just layer a sandwich with... Uh... Yeah, that might turn them on to bologna. It's good to mm-hmm. eat bologna. is very good for you, actually. It's got yeah, a lot, of, a lot yeah. of protein. Hot dogs are like a gateway drug, a gateway food to the the benefits of bologna. That's the good stuff, yeah. Bologna is like the graduation for sure. And if you can get it in log form... I mean, the other, the other way to do it is take the two-pound log of bologna... Yeah. Throw that in the oven, and then you just have a massive hot dog. You know, put that on a bun and work it, you know, kind of reverse engineer it that way. Okay. Yeah, that's that's an option. So, where should I send the bologna? Um, well, we'll worry about we'll worry about it after. Should I send it to you personally? Should I send it to John? Should I send it to your people? Uh, yeah, John, John will John will probably take care of it, but it's okay. not something we need to worry about until we're done with this, I think. I'm going to let UPS know that John is going to be the person signing for the two-pound log of bologna. I, you know what? I don't want to commit to taking anything until we finish the interview because, you know what? If you know things go really well, maybe I'll you know wind up spending some more time here. So we won't know. We, we won't know. Well, let's wait till we're done with the interview. I know, but, have, but Phil's here now, and I can get this meat at cost for you, man. I can get this pound. I can get this two-pound log of bologna for you at like, um, I don't know, like two thirty-five a pound, probably. I'm talking like four sixty, four seventy. How much is how much for the two pound? Four sixty for the whole two pounds of bologna, man. I'm giving it away. I'm making you buy it. Uh, let's can let's we do talk 450 about it. Can we do four fifty on the two pounder? For my boy here? I mean, even even if... 
even at 450, you're going to balk from that? I'm sorry, John. I, I, I wasted your time, Philip. I wasted your time. This guy's not a buyer. This guy's, let's keep going, Todd. Todd, I got all this stuff to show you. Come on, this way. All right, let's, yeah, let's keep moving. That's, that's, that's great. That sounds good. Um, do you want to, did you want to check out maybe the employee, the employee breakground? Have you ever been in the back of a grocery store before? No, no, yeah, that sounds great. Really cool. Um, We're going to just cross through these two double doors here. Mm Mm-hmm. And you just push them open. They make a really cool sound when you push them open. It's really cool. And this okay. is the back. This is the back right here. And we're oh, in the back. And, it's, oh, it's big. This is the uh, this is the employee of the month right mm-hmm. here. And oh, uh, and look at that November. It was a big. It was a big month for me. It was. You a big could be month proud. You should. You can be proud. You know what? I was that. proud. I was proud. I'm not gonna lie. I was really proud and. Uh, it's something that took me 13 years to mm-hmm. achieve, and mm-hmm. I put in my time. And sure. I watch. Look, I watched a lot of other, you know, employees, you know, get it before me. The Coinstar machine, the machine that goes up and down the aisles and lets you know if there's a spill, which is frankly sure. ridiculous because that thing just like gets it. in people's way. It makes people uncomfortable. I don't understand. It makes me very uncomfortable what it is and frankly it's it's creating a bit of attention in the uh in the you know robo sapien relations because a lot mm-hmm. of the sapien uh workers feel like that robot specifically is you know out to take their jobs and frankly he is because i've spoken to him and he is definitely doing that he's ambitious he's a go-getter he is uh he really likes his work you know he's been programmed to clean up messes so he enjoys it mm-hmm. and um i don't know i would be scared if i was them frankly uh because they're mass produced you know with me i don't think they're scared because i'm one of a kind uh they broke the mold literally after they made me mm-hmm. because they sure. felt it was uh pretty irresponsible to have more than one robot to be able to manipulate time mm-hmm. so you know i think they're less concerned with me plus i've earned their trust You know, it's been like 12 years and 97 days since I throttled someone here. So I think that they're they're cool with me now. But, uh, yeah, this guy, uh, you know, who who does the aisle sweeps, he is he's not to be trusted. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, man? How are you? Hi. Yeah. How's the fam? How's good to hear? Good to hear. Well, this has been great here. Um. Maybe we'll take a trip, um, check out where you live, and... Oh, yeah, sure. You want to get in my car right now? I'm right back here behind the loading dock if you want to just pop in. I could show you my commute and everything, too. Um, Do you you want to come in my car with me? I I think we can follow you. We have the van. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. So you'll follow me. I will... I'll text you my address. What's your phone number? Um, just so you have it, just so you have get, my address, John. John, hey, John, can Mike you, sounds can, great, um, by the way. Mike feels great. I don't know if it sounds great, but it feels good. It feels kind of natural on me. It feels good. Do you can give the your number to John? John will give you his number if you want to text me back yours, just so I have it, so I know where I'm sending the baloney logs to. That would be great. Um, if mm. not, I'll just get it later. Um, but then okay. I guess yeah, we'll figure, I'll just see you tonight. We'll figure that out. Otherwise, am I going to see you tonight? Or you're following me right back now. Um, I think it would be a little bit later tonight. I'd like to get personally get back now just to take a look at some footage and go over some notes and make sure there's some if there's anything that we're missing that we can kind of fill in tonight. So maybe.
We never did make it to Michael's apartment. When I returned to the office, a package was on my desk. It was the baloney log. Carefully tucked into the brown paper was a note. Being that we didn't get a chance to meet again, here's the meat I promised you, because I keep my promises. Many words were spelled wrong. No longer the flashman of my youth, Michael has accepted with humility this new chapter of his story. A far cry from the master of time, I never expected to see him punching the clock. I will give him this, though. The baloney was pretty good. Our program this week was produced by Todd Hunt, editing by Chet Chetsky and Mortimer Diablo. Special thanks to the Piggly Wiggly and the city of Tuscaloosa. This American Sprite is delivered by the Greenlit Podcast Network. Our program's co-founder, Todd Hunt, has a suggestion if you're looking for dinner ideas. Who doesn't like a nice hot dog bunked in milk? I know that I do. Back next week with more stories of This American Sprite.